you know, I really miss you guys last week. In fact, in our, our midweek studies, I missed two groups of that as well with all this this uh, head cold. Somebody said I'm sick in the head. Maybe they're right. Um, um, <clears throat> but last Sunday, if you notice in your bulletin, it probably on the back talked about um, standing with Israel. And... Um, I wasn't here to be able to really talk about that. Uh, I would, I would want to just take a, a little bit. Not this is not my sermon, but I do want to just make a statement about why we stand with Israel. So if you can put that slide up, uh, Paul. Um, um, great. And why stand? Yeah. Okay, all right. Is, can it move up? Can it slide up at all? Or anyway. Oh, that's, yeah, whatever works, right. Oh, well, anyway, let's pray first, okay? While he does that, Lord, we just thank you, God, for today. And God, we ask, Father, you just speak today. Um, I just, I believe that, that you have really a message of hope and encouragement for us, Lord God. And, and we do also pray for the, the nation of Israel. We pray first and foremost for the salvation of, of the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Lord, that they would know their true Messiah. Uh, and God, for those who are intent to, to bring, really to, who want to destroy them, Father, we thank you for your promises already in your word, and that, that, that the efforts of, of the wicked to, to uh, try to annihilate an entire population of people you would cause the stone that they're trying to roll on your people. Israel would fall back on them as a testimony that you are God, Lord Jesus, and that others would see that you are God as well. And we just pray your your hand upon them. I, we pray for our leaders in our nation. God, have mercy on us as a people as we see the, 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 the trouble that's in, there in Washington, D.C., and Lord, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray for an intervention of your Holy Spirit, of truth and light, to go forth uh, in the midst of, of, of so much that's troubling us and concerns us today. Um, help us keep our eyes on you, and um, we might have confidence. And so, just speak today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So... Um, just quickly, um, um, let me just say one thing first and foremost. Um, if we make any status with Israel, um, it's not, if, if there are times that you could point to that the nation of Israel has done things that are inexcusable, well, then we say that's inexcusable too. Amen? But but why why would we want to stand with Israel? Well, number one, we we know that that what happened on October seventh um, is was pure evil, right? Where Israel's response was the, the defense of their nation, right? And so trying to equate one with the other, and what 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 troubles me, but doesn't surprise me, and probably you as well, and many of our uh, government-run uh, university campuses, um, they are always blaming Israel. But if you understand what goes on in the classroom, you would understand 
why that is so, and you probably do. Um, but um, um, and those that go around uh, shouting um, from the river to the sea, it, uh, Palestine will be free. Um, are have had drunk the Kool Aid way too much um, because. And then they accuse Israel of being uh, out to create, to commit genocide on a people when they are only defending their people, attacking the, the sources where, where the, um, the military, Hamas, where, where they're, they're shooting from them uh, or where their, their leaders are, where Hamas just goes in and dumps their bombs in neighborhoods. Like they might as well be just um, call out a. Uh, a suburbia neighborhood that you know where, where moms and pops are and little kids are. That's why they just launch indiscriminately the rockets in there to kill them. And so we need to be aware of these things and recognize uh, this and not... And not um, does anybody still think you can believe whatever the news tells you? I, I'm hoping there's nobody in here who believes that. Um, we need to take, take uh, that uh, ourselves. Um, and so... Um, I mean, Hamas, you know, you know that in uh, Genesis chapter 6, it's about verse 3, where God is saying that, that, that um, uh, the, how mankind had become just wicked and violence, the Hebrew word for violence is Hamas. Um, and uh, it is that very same word. Um, and Hamas is, there is a, a, a demonic level of, of fanaticism in their desire to just kill anybody and everybody. If I, I, I know they try, to, they try to do a lot to uh, sanitize the, the, the news and, and the, the pictures, but it would do us well if you haven't seen them, if you need to. But if you haven't, um, to, to actually see what, just a, a portion of what the horrific things that, that Hamas did to um, to people um, in that day to understand what's going on. So we're not we're not blind. We're not confused about um, who Hamas is. They are they they want the annihilation and genocide of the Jewish people. They want nothing less than to see them completely removed from the face of the earth. And of course they do because uh, the ones that are backing them are Iran. The number one sponsor of of terrorism in the world, um, but I tell you, I don't care how much power, how much money, no matter it, whatever nuclear weapons they get, my God is greater than them. Amen. And uh, and God will will stand and protect His people. And um, um, it, Proverbs says that that evil will slay the wicked, meaning that the very evil that they that the wicked uh, think that they can. Um, put on that the people that, that they hate will be the very thing that will eventually kill them, will take them out. Um, and so, um, anyway, so just some of that, there's, there's no confusion. Um, um, but what are some reasons why, and, the, and there's some good, good places, you could, Jack Hayford has a great thing, I'll share a few things from him, about why we should stand with Israel. Um, Again, it's not a blind devotion, but, but we understand that every one of us as believers, we are tied inextricably to the Jewish people. Everything about what we know about faith, about humanity, about mankind, about God, the creation of the world, the worldviews, comes through the Jewish people. 
God chose them, not because of anything except for one thing. This one man, at the time named Abram, believed God and what God had said, and God could tell when he really believed him. He believed him so much that God credited Abram as righteous, meaning he was forgiven, that it was by God's grace, because of his faith, he was declared righteous. And some people say that there's this dispensationalism, you know, the Old Testament is the law, the New Testament is grace. No, no, I don't, I don't abide by that because you'll find elements of all these things in all times of history. But from the very beginning, it was always grace, by the grace of God and our faith in him, that he, he forgives our sins and makes us his, his child. And Abram was chosen um, because God, uh, because he trusted God. And then in Genesis 12, uh, verse 3, he said, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse the, him who curses you, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It is through Abraham, who then, of course, Isaac, his son, uh, the whole b- born through barrenness, his wife was barren, Sarah, of course. And then you get Isaac, interesting, his, his wife, um, uh, Rebecca. Uh, she was also barren. That interesting. And then God opened her and, and gave uh, the twins, um, Jacob and Esau. Um, and then Jacob, uh, the wife that he wanted, Rachel, he also got Leah, you know, with a deal, and he wasn't excited about that. Uh, but, you know, that story that Rachel, the one he loved, she was barren. And, and you, you'll see these, these things. You think about the, the, um, the story about, um, we'll, we'll probably talk some more about, um, about the birth of John the Baptist. Um, his mother, Elizabeth, she was, she was past, she was no longer even qualified for AARP anymore. She was so old. But God gave her a baby, right? He took, and she'd never had one, right? But God specializes in taking barrenness, and from barrenness he brings life, and not just life, but, but a prophetic type life, life-giving life, and so much so. And, and so, um, and this would be the story here. Um, um, that the, uh, we thought we could talk about the Abrahamic covenant where God, um, said to Abraham in, in Genesis 17, I'll give you a people and a land, and through this seed, the nations of the earth will be blessed. So there's a, there's this promise of God that the people of God, that the Israelites are his people in, in, in a, a true sense, but also the land that he gave them, he calls it his land. And there's multiple verses. I won't, I won't take the time. Um, uh, Leviticus 25, 23, talk about you can't sell the land because it's mine. In fact, when he, bring, when he brings the Israelites into, into the promised land, he said, I'm giving you this land, but this is my land. Like you're stewards of my land. And then, and, and same thing in Deuteronomy 32. I won't I'll go through all the verses. Psalm 85, Isaiah 8, Jeremiah um, Two verse seven and and so on on and on he he speaks about the land as his land and and he and then also he also spoke that he gave this land to Abraham and his descendants in, in chapter seventeen of, of Genesis so this this land that God drove out the the inhabitants of that land so the people of Israel could take it under Joshua um, about roughly about 460 years or almost or, or so after Abraham, um, that all those, those nationalities, those ethnic groups, no longer exist. And so the only people left who have a claim on that land are the ones that God said it's yours. 
In fact, actually, it's mine, but I'm giving it to you forever. He said forever. And so um, there's no question as to whose land it is. And if you read my, um, if you get the South Stevens County Times and read my column, I talked about if there's anybody occupying somebody else's land, it's the Palestinians occupying the Israelites' land, not the other way around. Um, and, um, and those things. Um, there's many other things we, we could talk about, um, about why we stand with Israel. Um, understand that God has never removed his, his uh, promise from them. Isaiah uh, 54, verse uh, 8 uh, through 10, it just parts of that says, says um, With a little wrath I hid my face from you, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. One of the most telling ones is in Jeremiah 33, verse 20 and 21, where, where God says this. It says, The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. This is what the Lord says. If you can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night, so that, so that day and night no longer come at their appointed time, then my covenant with David, my servant... And my covenant with the Levites, who are, who are priests ministering before me, can be broken. And David no longer uh, will no longer have a descendant to reign on his throne, and so forth. So, if you can make the sun stop coming up when it does, and the moon and the night coming, that's when God will, will break His covenant uh, that He has made with the people of Israel and David. And so. Um, we understand that um, also that, uh, and some might let me put it this way: to be a as a Christian uh, in Romans uh, two, uh, to be a um, when you become a Christian, you become a Jew in in a spiritual sense. Right, and here's 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 that uh, Paul's teaching in Romans chapter two verse twenty eight. A man is not a Jew if he is only one outwardly, nor is, nor is circumcision merely outward or physical. No, a man is a Jew if he is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart by the spirit, not by the written code. Such a man's praise is not from men, but from God. That and he goes on other places to talk about. The true descendants of Abraham are the, are the descendants of faith. It's by faith. Abraham was declared righteous before God before circumcision was even brought in. It was his faith that brought him in right relation with God. And, it's, and, and therefore, it is those who are of the faith of Abraham who then are the true descendants of Abraham. And, and Paul goes into that more. And so... In, in, in the same sense, we, you, you become a, a Jew in a spiritual sense um, as well. Um, and it, that, that is not to say, as we've, if you've been in our, our study that we've been going through the book um, by Amir uh, Sarfati, it's not to say that if you're a Jew, that doesn't mean you're saved, right? Uh, we all have to come to Christ in the same way, through repentance and faith in Christ and so forth. And, there's, and, and other things as well, I think... Um, one of the most telling things as well is to recognize that there is a, um, 
a battle here that, as I said, there is a uh, anti-Semitism. I don't know of any people, people group on the face of the earth, the history of humanity, who has had more governments rise up to try to annihilate them than the, than, than the Jews. I mean, we obviously we think quite quickly of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis and um, driven by their atheism and, 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 um, and belief in Darwinianism. They believed in evolution, that, that blacks were half monkeys and Jews were less than blacks. That's, and so you could justify, we want to cleanse, the, uh, purify the race or get rid of these half humans. That really was as simple as that and these kind of things. But you think of um, in Esther's day and Haman had, had got the, the king to issue a decree that, that the whole story of how that got turned around, but, but was about to wipe out the, the Jewish people. Um, because the devil has an attack on on that and um, want to eliminate uh, the Jewish people. Obviously, if he could eliminate the Jews before Christ came, then he, he could keep the Messiah from coming. Right? And, um, of course, uh, he didn't succeed at that. Um, and so on and so forth. And, um, and there's quite a bit. So, I mean, there's... We, we do stand with Israel. Um, should Israel behave in a, in a way that's, that's wrong, we will also call them to account like we would anybody else. But we recognize that there is, a, there is the hand of God upon the people of Israel that has not been removed. And that you and I become part, that the only ones who are truly saved are truly spiritual Israel are those who come to him by faith. But there's still, God still has a purpose and a plan and a promise upon the people of Israel. And so we should... Not forget to to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Amen. Uh, and um, in whatever ways to be able to be a, a support to ministries that 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 reach out to them, but that also doesn't mean that, that we would be in opposition to people who are Arabs, right? That um, it doesn't require that in any in any way at all. And quite quite honestly, there are a number of Arab nations who are working to actually the Abraham Accords. You've heard about that. Under Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, uh, God was using him, and these they were just about to sign these Abraham Accords. All these these, and, and the idea is that a, the Arabs are the descendants of Ishmael, right? The the son of Abraham through Hagar, and the Israelites are the sons of Abraham, uh, the child children of Abraham through Isaac, and and the Arabs recognize that, um, and. There are those who are working to um, uh, to actually uh, have some peace with Israel, even even now. Um, Iran is certainly not one of them, um, but uh, um, anyway. So, so we we pray for them. We are not confused, and we are not intimidated by those who who have believed a lie about um, what is and what is not going on over there. And we need to be praying. Amen? Like the, like the men of Issachar and talked about in, in Chronicles, that they understood the times, so they knew what Israel should do. And we need to be that kind of people. Amen? So let's pray real quick for Israel, and then I'll just share a few things before we fellowship. Father, we do want to just lift up your people, Israel. Lord, we, we know your heart breaks because of the coldness of their hearts, their rejection of your Messiah, Jesus. 
um, and uh, the the atheism that, that that is there. Father, we pray first and foremost for an awakening in their hearts to the, to the true Messiah, Jesus Christ, who came. Um, and um, Father, we pray, Father, for um, for that for the revelation. Of, for I thank you, God, for the many. Um, Arabs uh, who work hand-in-hand hand with Israelites in, in Israel and around. Father, I pray that all of them might find the true Messiah in Jesus' name. And uh, we pray, God, for victory over, over evil and the crushing of this, this demonic effort to annihilate the people of Israel. Father, in Jesus' name, for the sake of your great name, that all people would know that you are God, would you stretch out your hand and bring deliverance in a way that only could come from God and not from man, that you might be glorified and people might be drawn to you. And so we lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen.